The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamualaikum everyone, welcome to the Arise to Success show. This is our second episode of this show and what we aim to do through this show is to highlight individuals and their journeys to success. I'm your host in this show, my name is Jihad, a counsellor, coach and education practitioner in personality traits. So I spoke briefly about what the work that I do in last week's episode in relation to the personalities based on the model of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So if you haven't tuned into last week's episode, please feel free to watch it on YouTube. But in general, in my work, I give examples of the companions and Prophet's wives who have the same personalities as ourselves in order to serve as our role models. Similarly, for this Arise to Success show, I invite guests to talk about their successes to inspire us and for us to see examples of today's role models too. So this brings me to introduce my inspiring guest today from a fitness background. We have Jamila, who is a female personal trainer focusing on weight loss and weight gain through strength training and a balanced diet. Jamila runs female-only powerlifting competitions as well as a female-only hiking group. So just to let you know, listeners, today is a pre-recorded show, so we're not going to be able to take any calls, but please feel free to text or WhatsApp your thoughts about the show on 0779481822. Alternatively, you can comment on Facebook as well. So sometimes if myself or the guests are not able to attend the live shows, there will be pre-recordings. So in those shows, we won't be able to take any calls or um, any questions, but you're welcome to send comments. But with the live shows, you're more than to send us questions as well if you have any questions about the show or about the content of it or if you have any questions to the guest. So coming back to my guest Jamila, thank you very much for being here with us today and welcome to the Arise to Success show. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you for having me. Thank you very much. So Jamila, amazing background, fitness, a lot of people are interested in fitness so tell us more about what you do and a little bit more about yourself please. Brilliant. So um, I've been a personal trainer for six years now, but I wasn't always a personal trainer, wasn't always into fitness. So I actually started working in recruitment and I started going to the gym, really enjoyed it. And I was going to work in my gym clothes. So people were like, just become a personal trainer. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I've got the patience. Um, But on the back of that, um, I actually didn't get a promotion at work. I was really upset about it. And Mm. I just face and became a personal trainer and I have not looked back since because it's my role in itself is so inspiring to see people do well Mm. giving them advice tailoring it to what they need and that just keeps me going for that reason alone it's just so rewarding alhamdulillah to work with women and see how much they can improve in themselves whether it's their mental health their physical well-being their any health conditions or even Mm. for mums being fitter for their children and these are all parts of fitness it's not just about going from a size I don't know 16 to down to a size 12 it's about a better lifestyle and Mm. that is me in a nutshell in a day what I strive for making people's days a lot better and a lot healthier amazing from recruitment to fitness yeah that journey (laughs) um I actually went back to university as a mature student um, in my late 20s, early 30s. And because of the job I was working in in law, it moved down south. I'm in Yorkshire and it moved to Brighton. I wasn't willing to move. So I went back to uni, did a master's in psychology. And I just stumbled upon this recruitment job of a charity. And it was going great. And purely what happened was I didn't get a promotion that I really wanted. And it gave me a kick that I needed. So I've gone from like law to recruitment to my actual passion. So Mm. I think uh, for a lot of us, we're like kind of driven by family. Like, oh, you should do this. This is like a really good career path. Like, This will look really good. Or you'll really enjoy this. But sometimes it's hard to know what you actually want to do, especially Mm. when you're in your early 20s, teenager, and you've pulled in so many different directions. And I didn't realise what I actually wanted to do until I was 34. Wow. Even then, I took a risk leaving a career, um, which was a really good job. I was happy in the job. I had a really good time working there. And I just I thought, 
I've not got this promotion and I really wanted it. Where am I going from here? Like, where mm-hmm. is the progression in my life? Like, do I have any direction? And I did the qualification for the personal training and I'm like, all just worked out. But one mm-hmm. thing I would say is I had a plan B. So mm-hmm. I didn't just throw everything away and think, okay, I've got this qualification now and I'm going to walk into a gym and all my clients are going to come my way. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a plan B, which I think is really important for anybody who's looking to make a change in their life. Not everything always goes to plan. So mm-hmm. it's looking at other options as well. Mm-hmm. And that is probably what motivated me because I didn't want to use my plan B. Mm-hmm. I wanted the success of what I was striving to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that really helped me um, stay focused and determined, really. That's amazing. So at the age of 34, you decided to make that shift, right? So it's not late, right? No, no <laughs> never too late. Never too late. Right, absolutely. I'm and what was... Now. Sorry? I'm 40 now and I wouldn't go back. I wouldn't yeah. change anything. Yeah, yeah. So you know you, would, you were determined at the time as well that you'd know what you want and this was not the right... Oh, perhaps it's not the best thing that you want to do for yourself, but you want to get into something else and you decided to make that change at the age of 34. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it, it was, it's a bit scary because people think, oh, should you, should you already know what you're doing by that age? Mm. And when do we ever know? Like, I'm not married, so I don't have children. My life could change overnight. Within mm. a year, I might have children, I might be married. So again, it's thinking about everything that's coming towards you and mm. how you handle it. I could sit there thinking that, oh, I need to wait until I'm married before I make any changes. But if I did that... I'd still be working in an office job, which I didn't. I enjoyed, but it wasn't what I wanted to do. Like, mm-hmm. I think I see, I measure successes if you don't feel like you're going to work. Mm-hmm. Like my job, I don't feel like I'm going to work. I feel like I'm doing something I really enjoy. I'm inspiring women. I'm making people have a better lifestyle. Um, mm-hmm. Me, so that doesn't seem like work. So that's a measure of success. And being an Indian Muslim female, we all have these like by a certain age you should be married have so many children be doing certain things mm. it's written for me when it's written for me I mm. could then think I could dwell or I could make the best of what I do have mm. and I think that's what I did and that's that keeps me always positive and moving forward rather than worrying about uh, like our uh, Asian female timeline like when my time will come mm. that makes sense yeah, yeah absolutely it's the part of Allah right whatever is written as you said will, will happen isn't it so instead of delaying our decisions until we think it's the right time yeah. the right time is actually when we actually think about it and when and this is when we decide to to uh, make changes and that's the best time when you actually because you're motivated at that time you want to take it you want to take a, a action and that is the best time to actually take action because yeah. if we leave it we're most likely not going to act upon it right exactly. Exactly. And that, exactly what you've said. So that's relating to my life and the choices I've made. But in terms of fitness, so a lot of women are like, I want to lose weight. I want to get strong. I want to get healthier. And I, I hear this a lot. I'll start on Monday. Mm. And never comes. We start on Monday. We're like, oh, I failed already. So let me start on next Monday. But like you said, summarize there, taking that action and thinking, okay, I've got to put the work in to get to where I need to be. Mm. It applies all aspects of life and fitness is probably one of the hardest yet easiest things to apply it to because Mm. we're eating anyway so it's our choices what food are we eating we're hopefully moving anyway so how much are we moving are we going to sit and watch a tv program on netflix are we going to use that 45 minutes and move around the house Mm. housework that's fitness gardening Mm. that's fitness um going to the gym or going for a walk all of that is fitness and we've got to actively want to make those changes and improvements in our life to then think, okay, yeah, this is working for me. I'm seeing the positives from it. Mm. Now I'll carry on rather than Mm. falling out of the first hurdle and thinking I'll start again next Monday. And like like I said, Monday never comes, tomorrow never comes. There's always another tomorrow. Yeah. And I think that what you said there, the key thing as well is here is that we may not see results straight away as well. Right. So the main thing is that 
firstly, we act upon what we decide and not leave it until tomorrow, as you said, or, you know, when we go older or, you know, or we, and then we, when we go older, I think, oh, it's too late now. So act upon it when you've made that decision. And that's what I find at the moment of confusion of yeah. where you want to go in your life. I see this as the, empower, the empowering moment because yeah. I remember going through that in my life and felt so lost, completely lost. And I remember um, I love Dunstable Downs. I know you're not from, from the area here, but uh, I live in Luton near Dunstable. So I remember actually standing there. I love I used to love going to Dunstable Downs. At the moment, I felt so lost. I felt I didn't know what on earth I'm doing in my life. I know that I am not where I want to be. And mm-hmm. there is something else that I want to do. And it's a very, very lonely moment. But mm-hmm. after I've made certain decisions in my life, I was so glad that I had this moment because this moment either takes you back or moves you forward and mm-hmm. you've got to make that decision there. So if anybody is experienced those moments, I call them the empowering moments. Just act upon what you want to do. If you're feeling confused and there is something else that you want to do in your life, find out what that is. Keep searching, keep looking. That's what I did. I kept searching, I kept looking until I found what it is that I love and I did it, alhamdulillah. And I'm so glad that I experienced this discomfort because discomfort is a powerful thing. It means that you're not happy with your state and you want to make changes. Just act upon it straight away. And what you mentioned there as well, after acting upon it, we may not see results straight away. Yeah. May see results later. So just to be patient with the process. So let's talk a bit about fitness and what you do and that, you know, that pack fact that we may not see results straight away. A lot of people give up when they don't see results. Yeah. Tell us more about that. So I think it is talking about what those results actually are, because a lot of the times we want to see physical results. So if we look in the mirror and we were thinking, oh, I've got a bit of a belly and mm. we want to that go down for example and I always say to my clients it's not about those changes it could be the smallest thing so you might sleep better you might have little children you couldn't run around after them in the park and now you can all those things are making you better internally and all the internal goodness will then outwardly you'll see it but like we said and we've said a couple of times results don't come overnight they don't come straight away and when it comes to fitness, it's that patience, finding what works for you because not one person's the same. And a lot of the times, like listeners, I'm sure you've you've had it before where you've got a friend who's doing the same thing as you or a family member and they're in a different part of their journey, but you start at the same time. But we are all individuals. So what might work for one person might not for the next. So it's finding your route what works for you what you enjoy what you don't enjoy what you have time for because we all have 24 hours but we don't have the same 24 hours we all have different commitments and different needs so I tend to break it down for my clients so I say okay look at your week you got seven days from Mm. those if you need to be exercising at least three times and let's call it an hour so when can you build that hour into your week so what can you swap and change? And it might be something as simple as that five minutes that you sit down with a cup of tea or coffee that turns into that hour. Mm. Take your five minutes and then use the rest of that hour to actually move, to do something that's going to make you proactive, help you feel better, help you feel fitter. And you don't have to be a member of a gym. You can be at home. So, for example, I'm just looking around, what have I got near me? And I've got a bottle of water. So that's a two-litre bottle of water. If that's filled up, that's a two kg weight. Mm. So you don't need to buy expensive gym equipment. You don't need to go to the gym. You can be at home, put on a YouTube video. You've got this weight now, this water bottle. Make sure it's sealed so it's not falling out everywhere. <laughs> and now follow this workout and... You don't have to have a fancy dumbbell or a colourful kettlebell or anything like that. You've got your own weight at home. But it's making that choice. And like we said, because the results don't come overnight, make that choice to do it. Then secondly, see if you enjoy it. If you enjoy it and you feel good, do it again and again and again. And those changes that you make from not moving at all or not moving a certain amount to moving a bit more now doing this YouTube video for example you're going to see the difference over a few days over a week or two and you're gonna be like oh gosh okay I, I can actually f- feel better in this dress or this outfit 
I can see a difference. Or it might be somebody else who said, oh, you're looking a bit brighter. Mm. And those things are all results from your fitness improvement. It doesn't have to be the scale saying um, 13 stones and now saying 12 and a half. Now, yeah. I, I wish I didn't say the scale. I avoid using the scale as a measure because a lot of people see that as progress. But mm. as women, we change, we fluctuate. Our hormones are so volatile. The scale is going to fluctuate so much just in a day, let alone if you've had a fatty dessert or a healthy salad. That scale is going to be up and down in a day. So I actually don't use a scale with my clients. Mm. I use measurements, clothes and pictures. So I see they can use it? The measurements, so get mm. the tape out and measure them. Mm. Um, I ask them how they're feeling in their clothes, if their clothes are fitting better. Mm. So um, I take pictures of them front, side and back. So if you're on your own at home, what I normally say is wear something that you're comfortable in. So maybe some leggings and um, just like a, a shorter top. You're in the privacy of your home. You're only you're going to see these pictures. Um, and just take a picture of yourself from the front profile, side profile and back profile. And then do the same again after you've obviously been moving a bit more and eating better. So do that again in a month and analyse that picture. Put them in a collage. I know you all use your phones and you know how to do all these fancy things on your phones. Put them into a collage and have a look and compare where you've lost it from. And guaranteed, if you're consistent, you're going to see changes in your body and you're going to feel amazing about it. Whereas if you stand on the scale on a Monday and it says 12 stones and you stand on it on a Tuesday and it says 12.2, just because you've had a glass of water beforehand, but mm. you put on two pounds that's not going to make you feel good so get a, get rid of the scales we don't need them at all use other measures instead like i've mentioned wow i love that because a lot of us use the scales right yeah a lot yeah so that we use as a measurement and as you said you know if if we see something going up like oh my god it's not working forget it or it's not going down forget it um yeah. so that that's great what you mentioned there and i think it's quite important for each individual because you mentioned each one has a you know a different journey right um so i think the best thing also is to set a goal right so i'm assuming that's that's yeah so that's what you you do with your clients is set a goal because it's a different journey for everybody mm -hmm. set a goal and that goal make sure that is for you not the same as someone else yeah. Right. Because if it's the same as someone else, again, you know, you may not be inspired by them or the, their motivations. You've got your own motivation. So set a, setting a goal for, for yourselves and then also working on that journey, knowing that journey is for you. Um, and that's something else I wanted to relate it to. That's why I also bring guests from different backgrounds. So you from fitness, for example, last week was someone else from a different background and so on, because we, I want to show different journeys to the people so yeah. that they, you know, they may inspire by one specific journey thing, think, okay, you know what, that, that's exactly what I want to do. So it's more of a motivation and perhaps it may not be exactly what, what the listeners want to do, but it's more of an inspiration to take action and to get into what you're passionate about. And Mashallah for you from recruitment at the age of 34 to personal training and mashallah you're great at what you do because you already gave us really really great tips um there mashallah for the listeners for example in terms of the measurements pictures as you mentioned from different angles uh the measuring tape and what else you mentioned the third thing there so on other people's compliments like taking compliments mm. as women we find really hard to take compliments sometimes. Mm. Noticed, my, myself, other people, I've noticed so much that we find it hard. And we always think, why are they saying that? Yeah. Do they mean <laughs> And sometimes just taking that compliment, thinking, okay, do you know what? If I'm looking brighter, happier, healthier, um, that is definitely a good measure for your yeah. success in fitness. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just to remind the listeners, uh, we have Jamila on the show today. Jamila is from a fitness background and she's a female personal trainer focusing on weight loss and weight gain through strength training and a balanced diet. Jamila runs a female-only powerlifting competitions as well as a female-only hiking group. And we're going to um, talk a little bit more about those um, hiking groups and powerlifting competitions, if you don't mind sharing some information about that to the listeners so that they know uh, where they can get more information. At. But just before we do so, you mentioned something there where you said, make sure that what you do, you enjoy it. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Because I noticed that if I don't enjoy something, I'm not going to stick to it. Yeah that's it so um a lot of like the word diet if someone says mm. to me go on a diet it's negative 
Mm. I, and if it's negative, I'm not going to enjoy it. So I'm not going to stick to it. I might do for a day. I might do for two. And then I'll be like, oh, I, I'm not allowed to do something else. So I don't want to do this. Mm. And it becomes a chore and daunting. Whereas if you think, okay, I enjoy i'm gonna uh, let's use food as an example um because we mm. all love eating i'm sure <laughs> uh, uh, yeah we all love eating i'm sure mm. uh, using food as an example if i say to somebody um don't eat this anymore then they're being deprived if you're being deprived you want mm. it even more because you've been told you can't have it like children if you tell them not to play on that certain toy they're gonna want to play on that toy <laughs> a lot lot more so it's human nature Whereas if you say, you can have this, mm. but in moderation, like, oh, okay, so I'm not, not allowed to have it, so I can have it, then you're going to enjoy having it more, and then you're not going to take advantage of that enjoyment. So I, this concept I learned from my pe- parents, so as I mentioned, I'm Indian, I'm Muslim, I'm from an Indian community, mm. um, and when we were younger, so I'm 40 now, so obviously when I was a teenager so that's 20 plus years ago society was very different and my mum always said that when I was at high school she always used to say that I wanted to go to the town with my friends and she said no you're not allowed Mm -hmm. I was never allowed to go anywhere wasn't allowed Mm -hmm. to do anything go anywhere but she always said when you're 16 you can do whatever you want Mm -hmm. waiting to be 16 now so then when I got to 16 and I could do whatever I wanted I didn't want to do whatever I wanted mm. <laughs> because what do I want to do? Like I had all these high hopes. I'm like, I'm going to go on the train to here and there. I'm mm. going to do things, but I was like, oh, okay, it's not as appealing anymore because I mm. can. So when I did go places with my friends, I really enjoyed it and I made the most of it. Mm. And then obviously, um, in our culture, in our religion, we want to respect our parents. And now this actually, so my mum now I think was really clever. She taught me respect without me having to learn respect. Mm. So now that I'm allowed to go places with my friends and I can do whatever I want, I'm having a really good time. But I also don't want to take advantage of my freedom because I'm able to do something and I'm enjoying it. I don't want it to be taken away from me. Mm. So that same concept I use in the fitness um in terms of exercise and food so if we enjoy what we're doing so now i'll use the example of exercise so when i plan sessions for my clients i use a typical structure which i adapt to each client because like we said everybody's different Hmm. now for example today i had a client and i did an exercise of her she loves that exercise now because i know she loves it when she's doing that exercise on her own in between sessions i know she's going to do it to the best of her ability Mm. I've got another client who I've done that exercise with. She hates it. Wow. And I tried it. I, I tried to make her enjoy it. I showed her she was good at it. But in that first week, when I saw her the following week, she said, Jamil, I did everything, but I missed that one out. <laughs> Why did you miss it out? Oh, I don't think I'm good at it. I don't like it. Great. Okay, that's fine. So I found an alternative. Mm. So rather than thinking, okay, don't enjoy it. Let me just skip it. Mm find an alternative so it all goes hand in hand I've given different examples of like um having that freedom and then being able to do something and the choices you make there or actually physically being able to do something and enjoying something and it's almost like I'm going off at a tangent but if we marry those two together it's going to motivate us a lot more to continue doing what we're doing Mm. and then as we continue doing something we enjoy more we become consistent at it and with consistency we get results yeah absolutely absolutely i love that so it's very important for us to actually enjoy what we're doing because sometimes we think oh we just need to reach a certain goal whatever it is you know whether we enjoy it or not um i mean some people are determined like that right whether they like it or not they will still work towards their goals but as you said it's each journey is different for everybody so it all depends on the client but it is quite important as well to do what we enjoy because, as you said, it creates that consistency. And mm-hmm. that consistency is key to continuing to getting the results that you want. Yeah. 
So that's great um, that you've mentioned that then clarified um, that part because I think it's quite important. We are coming close to having a break, but I will just quickly summarize what we've covered so far and just remind the listeners that we have Jamila on the show with us today, who's a female personal trainer focusing on weight loss and weight gain through strength training and a balanced diet. She runs female-only powerlifting competitions as well as a female-only hiking group. And just reminding listeners, this is a pre-recorded show, so unfortunately we can't take any calls tonight but please do feel free to send your text or whatsapp uh so you do it please feel free to text or whatsapp your thoughts about the show on 0779481822 alternatively you can also comment on facebook as well so what we covered so far with Jamila is that we talked about the journey from being uh, working in a, in recruitment at the age of 34, deciding to make a shift and to get into what she wants to do, which is fitness and becoming a personal trainer, helping women to achieve the results that they want to achieve. We've also talked about the, um, you know, how the journeys differ from one client to another and how you help each client based on their own needs and their own journeys by setting a goal, how we can be determined, how we can be, you know, consistent with achieving our goals through uh, using alternative exercise or different kinds of exercises in order to uh, accommodate for the individual for that they enjoy it so that they can reach their goals. So listeners, please do stay tuned. We have a lot more to discuss with uh, with Jamila. So we'll just go for a short break and we will see you soon. Asalaamu Alaikum. This is Atif Nawaz. Listen to Inspire FM shows in your time by heading over to inspirefm.org or listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. everyone welcome back to the arise to success show we have jamila with us today who's a female personal trainer focusing on weight loss and weight gain through strength training and a balanced diet jamila runs a female only powerlifting competitions as well as a female only hiking group we are having a pre-recorded show today so we won't be able to take any calls but please feel free to text or whatsapp your thoughts about the show in 0779481822 alternatively you can message us on facebook as well or you can send your comments on facebook so jamila uh we've discussed amazing things before the break in terms of you've provided great tips on um you know having each each uh, each individual having their own journeys and what works for one individual may not work for the other how they can set goals how they can be determined and how important it is to actually enjoy the exercise perhaps we can talk a little bit more about uh what what i mentioned in your introduction here um where you focus on weight loss and weight gain Mm -hmm. i'm wondering here does it differ when it comes to weight loss and weight gain in terms of the exercises that we do in terms of the diet? Can you tell us a bit more about that? Um, no, so you'd think that it's completely different if you want to gain weight or lose weight because they're two completely opposite things. But mm. no, so we tackle diet first. So how diet works is there's three things, calorie deficit, calorie maintenance, and calorie surplus. So I'm my size, I'm this shape right now. So if I want to stay looking this exact same shape and size, I would be on calorie maintenance, which means I'm eating the same amount of calories that I need to maintain this size. Mm-hmm. Now, if I want to gain weight, I would be in a calorie surplus. So I'll use round figures. So if I needed to eat 1,500 calories to look exactly like I am going forward, I'd do that. But if I wanted to gain weight, I would increase those calories by a healthy amount, not a drastic amount um, that's not manageable. So I might eat then 1800 calories Mm. but then on the flip side if I wanted to lose weight I would reduce my calories by 300 now what that what happens then is we don't want to reduce the calories too much which is a mistake that a lot of people make because what happens is if you reduce by too much then you're depriving your body of certain nutrients or food is energy and fuel so you're depriving your body of fuel so in a short space of time you might lose weight and this is why I don't use the scales so Mm. those pounds might drop quite quickly and you might think great this is amazing but then over time and with age not eating enough is going to catch up with you it's going to affect your health your well-being your mental health Mm. and might cause illnesses so we never want to drastically reduce calories so what we would then do is try to eat in a, a, a healthy calorie deficit 
so no more than two or three hundred of your calorie maintenance so if mm. you're sat there wondering oh my god what is a calorie maintenance how am i meant to know this mm. if you just google um calculate my calorie maintenance it will ask you some for some figures and the website will tell you what your maintenance is and then if you want to gain weight you'd add on 300 mm. and if you lose weight you would reduce by 300 and doing it like that will give you results slowly and manageably over time rather mm. than having a quick fix where you see you drop drastically and you see the scales dropping drastically what happens with that is as soon as you go back to eating a bit more you're going to gain that weight back on just as quick wow so if we do it in a healthier way by reducing by a healthy fair amount mm. lose it slower but you'll keep it off and mm. you'll keep it off for a lot longer so short-term goals over long-term goals and I discuss this with my clients all the time and I always say well what would you prefer like long-term or short-term for example I'll have clients who come to me and say I'm going to a wedding I'm like oh great when is it hoping that they'll say three months and they'll say three weeks mm. and also, I'm sorry I don't do a crash diet so I can't promote something that's unhealthy so I wouldn't ever do that um so I always say a manageable amount, no more than 300 either way, of your mm. is a really good, healthy way to um, lose weight. And that's where the difference there in terms of diet is the same in terms of losing weight or gaining weight. But then you're thinking, what are those calories? I could eat five chocolate bars and I'm at 1,500 there straight away. So what you're putting into your body is very important as well. So we all eat carbs, so things like bread, pasta, rice, and protein. So vegetarian or not so that could be um lentils fish chicken meat dairy and good fats mm. i say good fats because we don't want to be eating the bad fats mm. so good fats is like olive oil um cheese um that couple of examples there mm. now i never say to anybody we're going to cut out any of those three food groups because your body needs carbs needs protein and needs fats mm. they all have a different function to make your body operate and work but if you suddenly cut out one of those macronutrients mm. you're now again depriving your body so great you might see results really quickly and you might see your body changing but then as soon as you put that macronutrient back into your body you're going to gain it all back on but a bit quicker whereas if you eat all of those in moderation and don't mm. cut anything out those slow results so now you're getting those results slowly but you're getting them and you're going to keep those results you're able to eat everything so you, you've not cut anything out you've not deprived your body so now what you've done is you've built a healthy balanced lifestyle mm. uh, for example a keto diet would cut out carbs so if someone said to me never eat bread never eat um pasta never eat rice but keto is carbs which is also fruit oh. so now we a lot of people forget um forget about that so then you can't eat fruit ever again so keto is sugar in every sense so now you can't eat honey you can't eat any chocolate you can't eat baked beans and mm. people think what so mm. i thought it was just bread rice pasta I'm like no 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 keto is carbs so then it's understanding what you're doing as well so whether you're looking to gain weight or lose weight you do not want to cut out any of your macronutrients you just want to make better choices so for example with carbs you would want to eat um uh, let me think of some uh, uh, mm. example now so you would want to eat a bread roll instead of a um an ice finger so like mm. a bread roll with the icing on it um because now you've got sugar carbs or you've got grain carbs you just want to have the grain carbs mm. being we eat something natural for example like it's like crunching a cornflakes or wheat bits mm. instead because crunching at cornflakes is full of sugar mm might be honey it's still sugar and your body's going to burn that sugar differently so then if you're looking to gain weight you're wanting to eat then more carbs and more protein because protein will help your muscles to grow and it will help you to repair your muscles after exercise but then if you're looking to lose weight a lot of people say you need to eat protein so that's the same so like i said all we're doing now is you've got your calorie surplus for people who want to gain weight or your calorie deficit for people who want to lose weight. So both of you would still eat protein, both of you would still eat carbs, and both of you would still eat fats. 
Mm. But the person wants to gain weight would eat more carbs mm. and a similar amount of protein or more protein if they wanted to. More protein is always good. The mm. person that wanted to lose weight would have slightly more protein and slightly less carbs. So it's that balancing act and understanding how to do that. But it's easy for me to say that, eat more protein, but it's really hard in practice to actually do. So mm. what I say to my clients, um, whether it's weight gain or weight loss, is to start your day well. Because if you don't start your day well and it's now 8 o'clock at night and you're thinking, oh my God, I've got all these calories left to eat and all this protein left to eat, it's now going to be a chore and you're not going to enjoy it like we were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. It's something really difficult. Whereas if you're having, like a typical human is breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks in between. So if you're having your breakfast about eight o'clock and for example, you have milk in your breakfast, that's your protein. If you're on your lunch break and you're going to Subway and you get a tuna salad you or a tuna Subway, you've got your protein and your carbs. So the tuna is your protein, the bread is your carbs, or mm. the salad, everything in the salad is carbs. So you've got a balanced diet there. And then in the evening, you might have, I don't know, um, let's use an Asian example. So um, you might have chicken masala, babe, rice. So mm. then what I'd say to people is, so if you look, try to lose weight, reduce the amount of oil in your chicken masala. Don't put any oil in your rice, just have boiled rice. If you're looking to gain weight, have a bit more rice and a bit more chicken or maybe put in you can do little easy swaps like adding in potatoes into your um meat based dishes or chicken based dishes or fish based dishes Mm. you can make little swaps to make your meals a lot healthier i don't say to anybody especially in the south asian community if we start saying stop eating all your chicken and rice and chapatis and things like that people be like oh my god what can i eat then yeah but instead of having three chapatis have one Mm. instead of all the oil in your dishes reduce the oil because if you think about it if we're anything we make if we're making it from scratch a lot of people like cooking with all these instagram and tiktok videos i know i I like watching them Mm. the basic ingredients in the meal are quite healthy if you're thinking chicken meat or fish then you've got Mm. healthy tomatoes healthy spices good so then the bad thing is the amount of oil. So you can still make all of that. Trust me, I make things all the time. Um, and I just reduce the oil. Um, in Ramadan, I saw this recipe on, um, I think, TikTok. Mm-hmm. I, I'm probably wrong there. And it was this um, one pan lamb dish. It's amazing, guys. It's on my TikTok if you want to have a look. Mm-hmm. It's slow-cut lamb. And I made it with reduced oil. And I realised that it's slow-cooked. Like, it's not going to burn. I don't need any oil in it anyway. So mm. I've been making it for my family. They've all been having it as well. So the exact same recipe from Ramadan to now, I've made it. Ramadan oil, now no oil. They're like, oh, my God, this tastes exactly the same. This tastes better. This is good. What have you done different? Mm. The thing, they don't need to know. If you have, mm. especially, like... Um, traditional families in any culture people like to stick to what they know and if you say i've taken something away they're like oh but we need that (laughs) like we were saying earlier as soon as you say you can't have that we're taking it away it's it's the same thing i don't know just put something else some other spice in it delete it a lot Mm. of my clients say that as well as soon as i start saying to people or they say to their kids oh i'm making healthy food now you need to eat this healthy food with me the kids will be like, I don't want to eat healthy. Yeah. Just say, oh, we're having like roast chicken. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. We love roast chicken. Mm-hmm. Roast healthy. Absolutely. That's amazing. And it's all about how we put it forward, isn't it? As yeah. you say it. So if you know, if you want for your family to change the diet to healthy, just don't tell them, just change it. Yeah. And just, <laughs> and as you said, you know, reducing the oil, it still has oil, right? Because I do hear that a lot. You know, um, they think that um, if you remove the oil, not remove, if you reduce the oil, it's not going to de- be as tasty. Uh, but as you said, you're not removing it, you're just reducing it. So it's still going to taste the same, but you're reducing the things that can for example, those who want to lose weight, you're using the things that will help to, to put in weight um, or will kind of make you put in weight. And therefore, it's still the taste of slightly just the way you play around with it. So that's great. And I love the tips that you've given and you're still focusing on enjoying it. So you still enjoy your food, you still enjoy your meals, but just make it a bit more healthy through those um, tips. I hear a lot of young people mm-hmm. that they just decide to stop eating or just have one meal a day yeah. to lose weight. 
which yeah. you find based on what you said if you lose weight suddenly you're going to put it on suddenly mm-hmm. and i love the way you said it there because it just made a lot of sense you lose something quickly you're going to gain it quickly but mm-hmm. if it's slow then it's then you make sure that you maintain those results and then you see it over time yeah and i was also wondering is it just the diet because when I look at those young people who say that, I just keep thinking there is more, there's exercise, there is sleep, there is a healthy lifestyle, not just, you know, the food or a specific area. Could you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, so a lot of people think that if I don't eat, I'm going to lose weight. Mm. Um, but I always use the analogy of a car. So a car needs petrol, a petrol is mm. a fuel. A car will not move without the fuel. So same with the human body, our fuel is food. So mm. we're obviously, we're growing, we're moving, we're going to work, university, whatever it is our day-to-day life is. Like I'm sat here talking and I talk with my hands quite a bit and mm. I'm moving my hands about. So my body needs energy for everything that I'm doing and mm. energy is measured by calories. So a calorie is a unit of energy. That's what essentially it is. And for me to do anything, so I'm sat, sitting, I'm burning calories. So I need fuel to help me burn those calories to to sit i'm not moving i'm just sitting and people think that um food is just something that makes you gain weight but no think change your mindset around food food is um a source of fuel for you to live Mm. your body is pumping blood around your body that is burning calories so to burn calories you need fuel so to blood pump blood around your body you need that food if you're not going to have that food, you're going to become malnourished. And when you're young, you might not realize it. You might just think, yeah, I've got loads of energy. Being a younger person, you're more mobile, you're more flexible naturally. So mm-hmm. yes, you do have energy, but as you get older, that's when you're going to see the negative impact of not eating enough or not eating the right type of food. So if so, you might be that person who's just having one meal a day, or you might be that person who's having too much food and too much like burgers and cakes and desserts so either way that fuel you're putting into your body is either not enough if Mm -hmm. you're just having one meal a day or the wrong type of food if you're eating too much in a day and that so for example you're 20 and you've got this lifestyle when you're in your 30s and speak to people in their 30s and tell them like oh do you sleep okay like how are your joints they might think it's weird questions but that's the only way you're going to understand like mm-hmm. what your life is going to be like when you're older based on the lifestyle you're living right now and a lot of illnesses for example um joint pain backache um arthritis um all these different they're just uh, some common ones mm-hmm. but all these illnesses are often hereditary but also triggered on your diet and your movement and the mm-hmm. amount of exercise that you do so one meal a day unfortunately is just not enough at all and if you're thinking oh well my one meal a day is really high calories because i'm eating a burger and chips and we've got all these sauces on it and then i'm having a dessert okay great you might be eating the right amount of calories but like i was saying earlier the nutrients in that food aren't what your body needs so especially for exercising because i know going to the gym is really popular going walking is really popular which is amazing but what happens is when you go to the gym and you might do some weights heavy weights light weights either way you're doing weights um or you're walking on the treadmill you're using your body so for example if we do a bicep curl so you've got weights in your hand and you curl it up towards your shoulders and you extend your arms back down that's a bicep curl in Mm. doing that movement what we're doing is we're damaging our muscles Mm. so then after the gym if we eat protein what's going to happen is the protein our body breaks down the protein to repair our muscles so you often hear people say things like oh you're still burning calories after the gym yes if you're doing weight training so if you're doing that bicep curl and you've damaged your biceps after the gym if you're eating protein your body is breaking down that protein and that work that your body's doing that fuel it's using it's using up the carbs to break down the protein so now you're burning calories breaking down that protein and repairing your muscles so we think of the science behind it i've explained it in like the simplest terms to help a broad range of people understand so now you're still burning calories after and the protein you're eating is benefiting your body by repairing the muscles and the carbs that you're eating is giving your body the fuel it needs to break down that protein. 
So this is one of the reasons why I say we never cut anything out. And when we are eating, we want to focus on making it a balanced nutritional diet. I love it. Thank you very much for explaining it in that much detail, because a lot of the young people, even adults as well, but I've noticed a lot of the young people because then they hear around them. um, When I was a student as well, I remember I was quite skinny but because I hear people wanting to lose weight want to lose weight I remember trying to lose weight myself and now when I look back at myself it's like what on earth was I trying to do you know mm-hmm. so the young people they get influenced by these comments and even if it's not comments directed to them by hearing it they think oh I need to be I must be fat too mm-hmm. so um you as you mentioned there that's the diet is needed the nutrition are needed even to kind of you know for the for the body development and the body's um progress so yeah. the solution is not to reduce the food but to have the right amount you have the right nutrition and based on your goals you kind of you know um up the calories or lower the calories based on whether you want to lose or gain weight so thank you so much for that uh we, we've got about you know uh about seven minutes to end so i really want to talk a little bit more about the competitions that you're doing the powerlifting competitions and hiking groups so that yeah. if the listeners want like to join i'd love to, for them to benefit from that yes yeah, so, um, my hiking groups so i run one hike a month it's always a saturday most mm. people available on a saturday it's female only so it's a really good welcoming environment um and i go to different places it's, it's usually in the north because we have more green <laughs> i love it but, um so for example the june hike is um to the yorkshire dales we're doing one of the yorkshire three peaks penny again mm-hmm. um the july hike is the peak district we're doing a hike called dragon's back it's open to any female with a good level of fitness so all that means is that you're able to walk at least 15 minutes without collapsing um mm-hmm. Plenty of rest, and it's just really good to see different women of different ages from different backgrounds mm. all enjoying nature and moving. Um, I do get a lot of people who come once and they're like, Oh my god, this is so hard, and then they come back in the following month because wow. they realize when they get home, actually, I did really well and I did really enjoy it. Good. So, yeah, that's the hiking group, mm. um, and then the powerlifting competition. Um, so again, that's for all females. Um, you don't have to be a strong, heavy powerlifter or go to the gym. Um, so my next competition is in August, so three months away, so people have a lot of time. And again, it's female only, so all the competitors are female, all the staff are female, the referees are female, everybody's females. So it's really supportive mm. environment. There's videos of the last competition on my Instagram, which people mm. can watch. Um, but I had the most empowering thing about this competition that I learned, and I did not expect it to be to this, like, wow extent was I had women for example doing a squat at 145 kgs almost three of me and then I had women who were squatting 70 kgs but the level of support encouragement and cheer was exactly the same for everybody so um that's one of the reasons why I do these competitions um it's for women to support women regardless of um all those barriers that we might think that are stereotypically it's only for certain type of people or strong women who've been training for years or big women who are really muscly no it's for any woman mm. and just to just to think oh right now it's june and i can do this i've got august i've got something to work towards and yeah. i'll be able to do, let's see what i can do there and it's setting yourself that goal as well and seeing what you personally can achieve because guaranteed all all of my staff and all of the other contestants contestants competitors sorry they'll mm-hmm. all be cheering you on regardless of what you can do um, because we all know the journey it takes yeah. to get there um, and even though it's a competition it's a supportive com- competition and that's how I work that's the only way to get results by being supportive rather than comparing and being negative I love that that's amazing Michelle. I love the support that you've mentioned that because that's what helps us to keep going as well so listeners any females out there please you know feel free to uh to get you know perhaps if you can share as well Jamila your uh Instagram and, and where they can find you so that they can get in touch if they want to join these groups as you said it's very supportive it's female only for those individuals who would like to be part of female only um clubs or groups so please share with us where they can find you where if they want to learn more about it and if they sure. want you know even for personal training as well Yep, so my main page is Jamila underscore underscore fitness. So that's J-A-M-I-L-A underscore underscore fitness. And on there, you'll you'll see a link to all my other pages as well. And the best thing to do is look at the videos of the previous competitions, the previous hikes and think, yeah, do you know what? That looks fun. Or no, it's not for me. Um, I, I'm very transparent. I don't 
filter, Photoshop or edit anything. Mm. What you see is reality on all my pages. Um, so I hope that that's more encouraging. So we mentioned about young people like being mm. influenced and a lot of the times Instagram, TikTok, you see things and remember that's a little snippet. Always look at things with two eyes. Is that reality or is that what people are showing? Or what you'll find from my page is the reality of it all. That's great. So inshallah, hopefully we have people who are motivated, inshallah, to take action. As you said, you know, it's full of green and we are approaching the summer holiday. So hopefully if they're not in the area, they can make the trip to the area. And what you mentioned there about, you know, some people who are not into walking. For example, myself, my, I've got a few friends who are into walking. I'm not, you know, for me, when it, then the view is nice. I just want to sit and enjoy it. And my friends said, you know, let's make a trip to, um, you know, somewhere nice and we, there's going to be a lot of walking. So I told them, no, 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 that's not for me. <laughs> but then when we went, the scenery was so beautiful that you don't even feel it. Exactly. So it was so we walked a lot and I didn't even realize and later on you know after a few days my friends were asking me how was it I'm like it was actually really nice I really enjoyed it I didn't even feel the pain you know walking to, you know quite a lot yeah. so when the scenery is nice when the view is lovely when there is greenery you will enjoy it inshallah honestly yes it's such an amazing I'm just breathing in fresh air makes awesome. you feel so good and alhamdulillah we always seem to have sun on the hikes mm-hmm. so like it stays that way it makes a big difference to your day and, and your well-being absolutely absolutely and alhamdulillah the weather is getting better finally <laughs> i've been yes. waiting i've been checking the weather all the time when is it going to get better although some people say they love winter but not for me I love oh, <laughs> so alhamdulillah thank you so much for all that you've shared um jamila perhaps in 30 seconds what would you advise others to take action today okay so anything you want to do write it down and do it big or small don't think it has to be something massive smallest of goals write it down get it done in a week and carry it on for another week and build it up slowly like that yeah so make a start as we mentioned it comes back to what we mentioned earlier make a start don't wait for the right moment because the right moment is when you actually think about it and then try to keep that consistency by as you said do it for a week two weeks and then you start to see results and inshallah hopefully they can get encouragement as well from the people around them to help them going so jamila thank you so much we really benefited i personally benefited a lot from this so thank you so much for all the tips and um all the recommendations you've given and you've also shared your um instagram if anybody would like to have a look for you know more information more um, recommendations and tips so thank you so much for that uh thank you so much listeners for being here with us as well i hope you have enjoyed today's episode please do stay tuned to our future episodes of this show where there will be more stories to share from a variety of different guests and this show takes place every monday from 6 to 7 p.m so please do add it to your diaries calendars whatever you use so you don't forget and also if you know or someone or if you are somebody or if you know somebody who would like to share their stories in our radio shows to inspire others please do get in touch on 0779 We'd love to hear from you. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, Jamila, again. And thank you, listeners. Please stay tuned to future shows and arise to success. Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at InspireFM Luton.